Hey there, Zesty Boys, and welcome back to the Zesty Podcast. My name, of course, is Tony Shire, and I am here all alone. Yes, you see, I have been very busy this week, which is a first for me, at least in a long, a very, very long time. So I did not have time, and it was like I got very busy right after like a whole lot of nothing. It went from zero to, hey, we need you to do stuff tomorrow. And they've just been telling me to do stuff ever since. So it's good professionally, I suppose. But I did, I like, it's been stressing me out a lot because I like to have things prepared, especially when, like, I gotta, I gotta talk slower. I'm gonna lose my breath if I keep trying to talk this egg really fast by myself without getting a breath to listen to people but I like having like I'm fine with like doing like a nine to five and shit like that or like a scheduled work but I like to know when the free time is when like the breaks kind of are like when the weekend is whether it's a Wednesday or a Sunday so that I can plan things and schedule things and organize things because I was not able to do that this week so it is currently probably what time is it it's 12 hours before this podcast is being released because it is 10 p.m. around there on Thursday night. So you're getting probably the closest to a live podcast that we've hit so far, which we might try to do podcasts on streams. That's kind of, I mean, we don't really edit a lot of stuff out of our podcast because I want it to be organic. I want it to be organic, you know. I want the real conversation to come through. I don't want you to to listen to a bunch of edited, super clean, like, oh, man, these guys are really talented. I don't want you to think that. I don't want to lie to you. But, yeah, so I've been stressing out because I was able to kind of, I pushed out two videos, which was good, but I didn't have a podcast ready and had to edit the beer show at Zesty underscore podcast on Instagram if you want to listen to our weekly beer show. That usually goes out at 7 on Thursdays, and I got home from work at 7 on Thursday, and so I was editing for 10 hours at work, then I got home and time to relax with a little bit of editing, and now I'm taking a break to talk to myself on a camera and a microphone, and then I'm going back to doing more editing, I'll go to sleep, wake up, do it all again tomorrow, because that's that's where we're at these days, which, hey man, money is money, and speaking of money, we are brought to you by Sante Glicere 339 Organic at the disco. You get the reference probably. If you don't, it's prob- it's a, it's a reference to Panic at the Disco, which is a band and they're all right. I'm not a huge fan. I like 3 of their songs probably. Just kidding. I think I can only name I write sins not tragedies. So I'm a fan of one song, but I've probably heard of their songs. But we are brought to you by Sound Santa Glicere 339 Organic at the Disco. If Here, I'm going to name off some... Ooh, Cream White Room. That's a good one. You got The Penelope's Never Let Me Down, King Harvest Dancing in the Moonlight, Max, Romeo, I Chase the Devil, Well, Wombats, Let's Dance, Joy to You got all sorts of just fantastic music. Music... Hey, hey, man. What, what do you want to listen to? Uh, I don't know, man. I've just been listening to the same Mac DeMarco track. I'm not going to say I like Mac DeMarco. I've been listening to the same Ramones track. I just got my Ramones t-shirt, so I'm trying to trying to learn all their stuff so that I can hit on this one indie indie grunge chick at the local bar. But yeah, I just been listening to Ramones. I'm getting real sick of it. I don't really I don't really know what else to listen to. Oh, dude. Well, if you want to listen to something cool, you should check out Santa Glicere 
339 Organic at the Disco. Whoa, dude, what's, what, what's, uh, Sontically what, what did you say? I said Sontically City, 339 Organic at the Disco. Pay attention. Dude, sh I'm sorry, man. Calm down. All right. Well, it's a bunch of new music. If you get into musical ruts, if you don't know what to listen to, if you don't know where to listen to it, you need to get on the Sontically Seri slash Soundonomy series of mixtapes on Mixcloud.com and Spotify, and you can listen to some fun... Wait, wait, wait. You say Spotify and what else? It's Mixcloud.com. It's another kind of uh, streaming service kind of for music. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, please stop interrupting me. Whatever, dude. All right, so you're going to go over there. You're going to find the series of mixtapes, Santigli Seri, 339, Organic the Disco. That's the one that's right now, and it's good. And it's gonna. It's just music that you probably haven't listened to in a while, songs you've never heard, foreign music, fun music, groovy music, cool music, all sorts of things that you're going to want to put in your little ear holes. Go <laughs> stick that headphone right in your dirty ear because they say you're not supposed to use Q-tips, but I use them anyways. But how else are you supposed to clean your ear if you don't use Q-tips? Because if you just let it all build up, then you're you're not going to be able to hear the great mixtape, Sondagli Seri, 339 Organic at the Disco. Go on and check it out on Spotify and on Mixcloud.com. Thank you so much for your support. And that concludes the first ad read that we've hit in this podcast. Woo! We're feeling good, baby. I actually just recently applied to a kind of like advertising YouTube creator type thing. So hopefully they'll be like, oh man, your channel's cool enough and we can start we can start giving you sweet, sweet cash to read these ads and to put ads before your videos and I'll be like, yeah, I'm money hungry. Give it to me. I love money. Because that's who I am. I love money. I Actually, I mean, money is good and all. Money's fine. But what, what really makes a person happy? Money. There you go. I tricked you. I thought you thought I was going to go somewhere profound with that, but I did not. I've been thinking about it actually because at this job, I'm it's not like hard and it's just like working and make good money, but I don't feel any better. So I don't think what's keeping me from being happy is the lack of a job or maybe it's just because Maybe I secretly resent this job. No, I don't resent the job. The job's cool. But it's hard because I'm very much a, oh, we'll see you tomorrow, or uh, we'll call you. And then I don't work for a month or wor don't work for three months, or I'll just work for two weeks or work for six weeks straight with only my only schedule is, yeah, come back tomorrow. So I think that's just where the stress of it comes from because it's not necessarily a full-time thing. It's uh, it it's not, not part-time, I don't know how to describe it, man, but money, it, like, having this job is not making me the sweet little happy boy that everyone ex that everyone expects me to be, that everyone wants me to be. At least I hope people want me to be a little happy boy. I hope they don't like me being sad, but maybe that's my new aesthetic, just melancholy. A, a little dimly lit cigarette on my back porch while it's raining in Tokyo. Yes, in Tokyo. <sighs> yes, it is a very sad day here in the city of sin, Tokyo, Japan. <sighs> <coughs> Sorry, I don't smoke that often. But, I don't know, I really do want to live somewhere where I have... I've always wanted to live where I have a balcony, but also there's someone above me, so that if it's raining, I can go out and sit 
I can go out and sit on the balcony in the rain. I romanticize that so much in my head. I have never had that. I've always wanted it. And uh, I just ate a bunch of cheese and a bunch of crackers because I don't know how to properly handle myself as an adult. But I've always wanted just to just to sit in the rain and not in the rain, but next to the rain in my balcony. That just, just seems really fun. But in college, I, I had like a kind of a balcony, like a porch type thing in one of my houses, but it was shared with the people next to us. It was a townhouse, and it was also it was also not covered at all, so in the rain, you'd just get real wet, which was nice for, like, parties and stuff, because you could put the keg out there, dude, and do keg stands. I did, like, a six-minute keg stand once, had to take me straight to the hospital, but it it, it made me cool, it made, me, made me badass, the coolest cat in Chinatown, but I, I just want, like, a little bit of room, not a lot, like, you don't need a lot of room, like, maybe enough for four chairs max but just sitting out there in the rain listening to some 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 sad music i like i I do like that aesthetic the sad boy like bedroom pop aesthetic i I try and i don't try to do that i don't think i embody that aesthetic very much other than my thoughts in my brain because i I don't really have a style, and I might have a style. I don't know how to describe it if I do, but it's basically just wearing these same uh, khaki shorts, a t-shirt. I wear this one a lot. This is the one I got for getting lots of cavities from All Star Dentistry. It's pediatric dentistry, and I'm 23 and still go there, cause, cause whatever, man. I'm not ready to be an adult. I don't want to go to big scary dentist. I want to go to the one that lets me. Let's me watch Nick Jr. while I get my tooth drilled. Now I get to bring my own DVDs. It's pretty cool. I got I can bring ones with swear words. My mom doesn't care. So that's why I still go to the pediatric dentistry. But old Doctor John, Doc John, DJ, he's he's the dentist there. He's a like just a badass dude. I do not want to go to an adult dentist just because I want Doctor John to be my dentist forever. I want to be forty and I want to go into this pediatric dentist and just. It'd be super awkward for everyone there, except for me and Doc John. We'll just high-five each other and then then drink a beer while getting my tooth filled. Just kidding. I could do that now. I'm old enough to drink beer. I don't know what it is. I think it—I don't—I have never really liked—I ne- don't like beer. The only beer I've ever liked have been this Lucky Buddha something and Sam Adams Porch Rocker, which are two of the more— l- recent episodes on Zesty Brews with the Zesty Crew, but I just don't really drink in general unless I'm at a party, which hasn't been for years at this point, or a year at this point, and so I really only drink if I'm trying to get drunk. Like, I never casually drink, and if I were to just go upstairs right now and drink a beer, I would feel so naughty, and I still live with my parents, and my parents would look at me like I'm weird, even though my dad drinks beers casually, and my mom occasionally drinks casually. I'm sure Tommy, um, he could, he's 21 now, I'm sure. Like, my sister, she drinks casually, and no one, like, thinks anything. But if I went up there and cracked a beer, I'd be like, what are you doing? People would think I was doing a bit, I feel like. And I would feel like I was doing a bit. Like, I gotta stop saying, like, I would feel as if, I, I feel like I can say, like, in that <laughs> in that specific spot, that, that place. I feel like I would... Am doing a bit when I do just crack open a crispy boy to not enjoy, but because I don't like the taste. 
I don't enjoy the taste. So I always, and I don't like being drunk at my house either. Just, it feels so strange. And that's when I get real existential and sad existential because I'll be drunk. And then I just start thinking, man, this is straight up depressing. Not, I am depressed, but this is a sad thing for people to see. Just a guy who's drunk on like a Wednesday afternoon in his parents' house when he should be at a job, man. But any, if we went to a restaurant, my older sister, she could order a beer. Savannah, she's been on here. She has ordered beers. Any Anytime we go to a restaurant, she usually will order a drink, and it's not weird. If Tommy ordered one, it wouldn't be weird. If I ordered one, I'd be like, what are you doing? What are you What are you up to, little scamp, you little naughty boy? And I don't know why, at least that's my perception of alcohol with myself. I always, even even if I was out with friends and I ordered one, it would feel weird to me because I've never casually consumed alcohol. I've always done it recreationally to get drunk, to go to parties, or to go to bars. I don't like going to bars. I like going to sit-down bars, and I realized that too late because I always hated going to bars in college. And then after I graduated, I went to one bar that a lot of people went to that I never went to, and it was just a sit-down bar, and it was the coolest thing, old Dingus McGee's. If you're ever in Statesboro, Georgia, hit it up. It's very fun. And I wish I would have uh, wish I would have milked that cow a little more while I was in college, but here we are. I make mistakes. I make lasting mistakes. That's my That's my aesthetic. You're going to make a mistake, and you're just going to keep making mistakes. But I really like sit-down bars now. After my improv classes, me and my classmates would occasionally go grab a brew. Um, there was a place called Lloyd's Sports Bar in, uh, where is that, Inman Park. That's a pretty groovy place. It's like a 70s sports bar, and everyone just drinks. And I don't, f- I didn't feel weird there. I could just drink a beer. It, it was it was. It was weird to me because I don't like the taste of beer, and I'm not trying to get drunk because I was about to drive home, and I would only get one. But I felt more a part of the group by drinking, I guess, in that sentence. In that sentence, in that sense. So is that peer pressure, or is that just whatever? Sheep mentality, mob mentality. But I, I have not been able to find either of these beers that I kind of like now anywhere either, so I don't think I'm destined to enjoy a casual beer. I don't know. I've always, my, my, I always say I wish I liked beer, which I do. I wish I liked wine, which I do. I, there are so many things that I say I wish I liked. I can list them off in order of how often they come up: beer, wine, coffee, liquor, tea. I think that's the, those five things. But I, I wonder what things that I like that other people wish they that they wish they like, if that makes sense. Because, and I wonder what features I have about myself and about my personality personality that other people say, man, I wish I had that because I can't grow facial hair at all. And since I've been in, since seventh grade, I've been thinking, oh, it's going to be so sweet when I have facial hair. I can grow mustaches and do all sorts of cool stuff. And then one of my older friends, who was a year up from me, and he was getting facial hair. He says, it's so sweet when you can grow facial hair. Once you get to, like, ninth grade, you'll start growing it, and you can just do cool stuff with it. And I was so excited for ninth grade, and here we are in thirteenth post-13th grade and still no, still no facial hair. I can grow little rat, not even rat stashes. If I grow a rat stash, I would keep it. I can grow peach fuzz, like a middle school boy can grow. So maybe I'm just eight years behind the curve. 
we'll see. But that's something, it's probably for the best that I can't grow facial hair because if I could, I would always have weird, dumb facial hair. And it's probably at least better for the people that I associate with that that's not an ability that I have because I really want a mustache. I would grow a mustache if I could. I'd have dumb, I would do dumb mustaches. I'd do little ones, do big ones, do pencil ones. See, I wonder what things that I already do and already have about me and can do and do like that other people think, man, that's so cool. I wish I wish I liked being sad all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the one thing I have. See, look at these. We're, we're getting laughs. It's just me talking to myself until I spiral into madness because that's what we're about here at the Zesty, Zesty fucking podcast. I just finished level three of improv, so that was cool. We did all – I missed the first one because it was the first – lesson was right when coronavirus was kind of starting but before everyone thought it was a big deal and I went uh it was my lady's spring break so we went to Vero Beach in Florida and I missed the first improv class which was sad and then there was like a three-week gap because they were trying to figure out what to do and then we did zoom classes and it was very interesting doing zoom improv classes it was much more mental maybe because you couldn't really do a lot of physicality. The uh, teacher we had was very, very good, and he's super cool, and I hope that I get him for another class because he's just a radical dude, and it, I, I know him through someone else. It was kind of cool. We just realized we had a mutual connection. But, yeah, I just finished that uh, level three. Level four, I'm, I'm not sure when it's going to be offered. I'm kind of sad because normally it's two weeks off, and then the next one starts. Or in the winter, you do winter break, and then the next one starts, so it's like a longer gap. But I want to keep going. I want to get to level five, and I believe, at least at the school that I'm doing it at, Dad's Garage Theater, if you're in level four and in level five, um, when you finish both of those, you do a graduation show and actually have to do it in front of people, and I've never done it in front of people other than people who have been in the class, and that's a... I wonder if I would freeze up a lot more because I've gotten pretty good. Not I'm not good at improv yet, but I've gotten better at not freezing up and kind of just going with the flow. And I assume that if there were people who weren't in the class and weren't also had didn't also have like skin in the game, that I would freeze up a lot more and be a lot more awkward because. I've gotten to the like mental state, at least during improv classes, that, okay, these other people are just as nervous as I am. Anytime I make a mistake, I think about it all the time, but I cannot think of a single mistake anybody else in this class has made. So I assume that's probably how it is for most people, because everyone's just biologically, it's wired into their brains to be egocentric, even even if you're the most great grateful giving, I don't know, I need a thesaurus, the word dinosaur. But even if you're the most thoughtful, giving person, you still have an egocentric brain by default, and you gotta you gotta watch out for n- numero uno, because if you don't, that's how you get murdered in the planes back where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be in the planes, being persistence hunters and killing gazelles and eating them. No phones, but living it. No phones. No one's on the internet. Oh, here's a like. Wow, look, here's meat. Everyone loves you. You don't need likes. We're just ah. Oh. Back in the day, no phones, everyone just living in the moment. Can you imagine being a persistence hunter? Dying at the age of 25, your knees, by the time you start balding and your knees start going and everything, I, and just how 
older people, be, being like mid-20s and up, when you start getting these problems that are just something that you deal with from now on, bad knees, bad back, just things things you have to go to therapy for, do stretches for, that is your body deteriorating because evolutionarily you're not supposed to live this long. We have cheated death and God's upset. I talked to him. He's mad. So you you better watch out. We're not supposed to be. Here. That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to you're supposed to be born and then run, survive, be cold in the winter, and that's why you live in warmer areas or skin things and wear that wear their skin, and then have children, and then die by the time that you would start deteriorating naturally it's weird how dying of natural causes just means dying of cancer when you're old or dying of heart disease when you're old the natural causes are the same things that young people die of but when you're old your body is just incapable of handling them even though people who are young are incapable of handling some types of diseases and whatnot but dying of natural causes that it's not a thing. It just means dying of cancer. Or you don't just peacefully slip off. You peacefully slip off because you have a huge tumor in your noggin, and it's dumb, but it makes sense. Can cancer is such a broad term. Uh, are they the same things? I don't know. This is gonna get weirdly like pseudoscientifical because I don't have any evidence to back any of this up. The intern is back at school, so there's nothing we can do. He's in the one school that said, yep, coronavirus isn't real. He, need, he needs a better education. He needs to go somewhere else. Maybe if he transfers, he'll have to restart his intern credits, and then we'll, uh-oh, memory card full. Okay, we're doing the stand-up thing. I'm going to take the mic out of the holster, see, how, see if I can walk all the way over to the camera. Hey there, my, my name's Tony. I'm holding the microphone like I'm a stand-up from the 70s. Oh, shit. So many things wrapped around each other. This is not <laughs> supposed to be how this is going. All right. Airplane food, what's up with that? Don't worry, folks. I'll be here all week. Okay. We're deleting the old, like, I'm <laughs> so bad about doing this. Just not deleting things off of the SD card before filming a bunch of new stuff. And, you know, it always comes back to bite me in, in right in my tuchus because... You know, now I have to deal with all this shit. I have to now. Now we're gonna start playing a podcast by accident. Oh, this is this is going horribly. Delete multi. Okay, dispose of those, and we should be coming back online shortly. And I'll keep doing my little stand-up routine, carrying the mic with me. This is what I should do every time. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could keep the audio going even when other people are here. Like I have just enough cable length to make it over here and then watch this i'm gonna start recording and in three you're gonna see me and or you're gonna see video in three two one there we go we're back in there i'm gonna do a little so you can sync it up i'm gonna flip this around hey there folks my name's tony i'm doing the podcast right now jesus this is going off the rails welcome to wacky town population tony because that's what that's what that's what that's what this has devolved into, which is a wonky little little wacky town, little single person sad boy podcast. As Gleb has said in the past, that even when I was alone, I'm still on the left side of the screen because I don't even know. It was basically the opposite of dominant. 
I don't know. I'm the sub. I'm a sub. I'm a simp. And so I'm over here because I'm not confident enough to be directly in the center. Even though, you know, Gleb, uh, things look better when they're on the thirds of the frame. I know you didn't go to film school and you went to tree school. And they probably don't teach you about video things in tree school. So, Gleb, uh, maybe you should stop correcting. You should stop complaining about the podcast and about how I do things because I I kind of know what I'm doing. I have a flimsy little piece of paper to back that up. So you're a move tree boy. Let's talk about Gleb for a second. <laughs> no, I love Gleb. We need to get Gleb back on the podcast. Smash the MF like button and uh, every every comment that you want Gleb back and we'll get Gleb back on here. I'll even I'll make him take his shirt off and he's ripped. He he's a he's been sawing trees all day just for the past 3 years just you know what that does to your triceps it makes them fucking massive gleb gleb's hung I'll, I'll i'll be the first to say it you know i'm not not proud of how i know and i'm not ashamed of how i know because gleb is a dear dear friend of mine we worked at coldstone together and working at coldstone was actually a very good time. It was kind of shitty, at least a lot. Like, anytime you look back at the past, you look back with rose-colored glasses, like, very heavily, at least I do, because I can't imagine a bad time working at Cold Stone. Even though I knew there were a bunch of bad times, all of it just seems so, wee, that was so whimsical and fun. And it's just weird thinking about it like that. Same with my freshman year of college. My, yeah, freshman year of college, just, man, that was... It was super stress-free and fun and just the best ever, but I know I was probably filled with stress and anxiety the entire time because that's what the real life, the, that's what the real life is. That's what the real world is. It's a stressful, anxiety-driving place, and once you're, once you're past a little era in your life, you look back on that era like, man, that was, I, I wish there was a way to know we were in the good old days before they were gone. Country singer, my name's something. I don't give a fuck who that guy is. I don't know who sings that. Something, a, a revelation that I had last night while lying my, my little head down. Now I lay me down to sleep. Time for me to use my brain and think. The kind of country music that I like is country music where the guys wear cowboy hats. Because there's... A stark difference between cowboy hat country music and ball cap country music. Ball cap country music's like the new country music. Nobody wears cowboy hats anymore. But back in like 20, probably fucking 12 and four and back, they all wore cowboy hats. And that was when I really liked country music a lot more than I like it now. Especially with all this pop pop country that's coming out. Especially with all the pop country that's coming out. There we go. Pop, 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 pop filters. I just not not a not a huge fan of pop country, but there is a a a an artist that I have been listening to a little bit recently, Luke Combs. He's I I I think I like him both because he's a very talented country singer, but also he's not just a country singer because he's like a, a shredded, attractive dude. He's just kind of, he looks like he would work in an advanced auto parts or be wearing a jumpsuit with a bunch of oil on it and has a, a red beard and wears a ball cap. And yeah, and he, he's, a, he's a good singer. He went to App State. Uh, I'm not sure when he left, but yeah, he's, he, he sings country music. You may, may have heard some of his songs like Beer Never Broke My Heart. That's a, that's a, that's a good tune. There's uh, 
When It Rains It Pours. That's a good tune, and those are the two songs that I like from him. I haven't really delved into his discography too much. But it's a good thing I have, Santigli said, a 339 organic at the disco because I've been in a bit of a music rut lately. And if you... If you're in a music rut, you need a, if you need a, if you, even if you're not in a music rut, if you just want to find some new stuff to add to your playlist, if you want to not go through the hassle of making a playlist, oh, what are people going to like? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to like God's plan for the third time on this playlist. No, what do I do? What, what is, what is this? It's a, it's 339 pre-made playlists, mixtapes on Mixcloud.com and Spotify. Santically City 339. What does that mean? Oh my God! Look at all this music. I haven't heard some of this, and some of these are songs I haven't thought about in a while. This has been a fantastic day for me. So get yourself over to Spotify or to Mixcloud.com and look up Santically City 339 Organic at the Disco. And we're back. You see, I, I seamlessly transitioned into that little that little ad read right there. That's that's the kind of service that the Zesty Podcast offers you folks. If you're looking to advertise something, if you're looking to sell something, if you're looking to promote your extremist propaganda, if you have a new manifesto you've been writing and you need somewhere to get the word out, to get to get your message to the masses, you need to come over to the Zesty Podcast. Email me at zestyboys at gmail.com. That's Z at the beginning, Z at the end, and SDBoy in the middle. And that's at gmail.com, and I will advertise for you. We have a retention rate of probably about a million these days because we're really popular. Like, those numbers, they're just loading still. The, the, that one number down there that says, like, 78, that's wrong. It's probably closer to 3, three million because it's probably the number one podcast. Joe Rogan keeps calling me, asking to be on it. I keep saying, no, Joe. No. No, Joe, Joe, Joe. You're, you you don't got enough hair to be on here. No, no bald, strong men in here because I'm also balding, and I don't want to look at what my life could be like in the very near future. Mostly because you also are very good at uh, jujitsu and can kill me. I don't like having people who could kill me around. That's why I keep keep Mitchell. Boy couldn't. B- b- boy couldn't. Uh, shit. Uh, he couldn't. He he couldn't do anything. B- b- boy's stupid, and that's why I keep Joey too. Because Joey, he's probably the most accurate representation of a D&D paladin in real life. He's just such loyalty, such such raw strength, such such caring and love and he's just uh, he's like a guy you want if you were a god, you would want this guy fighting for you. And that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> he's the zesty voice paladin and I am the zesty almighty and he probably doesn't like that I said that because he's a question ooh come fight me Joey <laughs> you're not here so I can say whatever I want about you but that's all I want to say about you love you boys you got you guys are the best and if you're listening to this which I don't know why you would listen to the episodes that you're on because it's always like I don't know. Sometimes I'll just start listening to one to see how the audio sounds, then get 30 minutes in and realize that I've just been listening to a conversation that I was in a few days ago. And so maybe we're just that good at conversations that even even when you had them, 
you want to keep coming back for more or or I just have a little little dumb brain and yeah, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, wasted thirty minutes. That's probably more accurate of a more accurate representation of what it is. And I know that's what it is because today on my way home, I listened to "It's Five O'clock Somewhere" by Alan Jackson featuring Jimmy Buffett seven times because I didn't. I I just forgot to change the song and I I sang it in my car every single time. It would restart and I would sing it again. It's a good song. I like it, but I was just too lazy to like get to a safe place, like pull off and change the music or put a playlist on, or say, "Okay, Google." Oh, phone buzzed because, but it's my uh, phone's locked, so it won't actually do anything. And if you have a Google phone or a phone that has the "Okay, Google," you, you heard that, didn't you? Feature enacted. If you're listening to this, it your phone probably did it because. I listen to podcasts all the time, and anytime they say Google, oh, or anytime they say Google, or okay, I'm not going to say it again because I don't want my f- phone to buzz again. My phone stops the podcast to pull up Google and says, oh, what can I help you with? Ugh! And it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> and it, it doesn't even, when people say, okay, boomer, oh, I didn't do it this time, but when that was a whole trend, anytime someone would say, okay, boomer, my phone would buzz and it would pause the video, pause the podcast I was walking, watch, watching or listening to, to be like, I'm Google, I want to help you, but I'm also not very good program, so now you looked up nails, and I didn't want to look up nails, I was listening to a thing about hail, which I mean, at least it sounds kind of close, but Google, get your shit together, stop, I understand if the phone isn't playing something, it's fine. If I was listening to it on a computer and then my phone was right next to it and they said, oh, Google, Google, and you did it, that's fine. But if I'm listening to it on my phone, have an app open playing audio, and the audio from my phone says, okay, Google, why it, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> and why is the mic st- still so sensitive that it hears what it says and then answers to it. It's stupid. It is one of the dumbest features I've ever seen in my life. Shut up! (laughs) That was pretty close to, I think, um, Smosh's uh, intro back in the day. Was that their intro or their outro? Shut up! That's going to be an annoying audio spike to deal with when editing this in Audition because I have... This is the highest budget shitty YouTube channel you can find. Uh, I buy. I'm really bad about buying things. I just. I'm a gearhead. Mitchell knows this. Mitchell brings it up a lot. Not necessarily on the podcast. I think he has brought it up on the podcast. But I. I love getting things. I love love using my money. Like ooh. I'll get into a new hobby, and I swear I've talked about this before. But I can't just get the the entry level one, like racquetball. Uh, I took a racquetball class, and I was thinking, oh, I could buy this $8 entry-level racquetball racket. Oh, but no, what if I get into it, then I'm going to want a nicer racket. I should probably get a get a decent one. Okay, the intermediate ones, they're about $30, but if I get into racquetball and I and I, I want to, like, if I, if I go if I go pro, if I, if I start playing a lot, I'm going to need to get a $100 racket eventually. And if I buy this $30 one, that's just $30 that I wasted on this $100 racket. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead... I'm going to buy the $100 racket. Now, I, I didn't buy the 100 one. I bought a $55 one, which was stupid. I haven't used it since that class. Bowling is what I got. Like, I took Ultimate Frisbee, racquetball, and bowling, and I thought racquetball was going to be the thing I got into. Bowling was the thing I got into, and then I spent fucking 
$150 on bowling equipment, which I haven't even gotten to use because of all this coronavirus that is allegedly happening. No, now my podcast is going to get flagged. Coronavirus is happening. Georgia, the state that I'm in, is opening shit back up. I think the 18th of May is when bars are opening back up, and that is the dumbest thing. There have been... a. am going to pull up the info as of right now. I'm going to try to keep talking while typing and see if I can do it. Um, and not stop talking. Uh, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Trying to type different things that I'm talking about. We're looking up the coronavirus Georgia cases. Come on. Come on, phone. Go a little faster. I want to see. Okay. So, as of... Yep, we're hitting a little spike again now that things are back to, now that people are allowed to go back places. And the reason, old Brian Kemp, you dirty little bastard man, the reason he opened the the restaurants and everything back up is because now that the restaurants are open, people can go to them and, like, there you go, your your restaurant's open. Oh, you're not getting business? Well, that's your your fault. People can go here. People can go to your restaurant. People can go to your whatever else is open. Oh, but you're still you're still getting zero customers because there's a pandemic. Oh, well now now you have to like fire your employee. Now you have to pay your employees uh, severance and stuff because we're open. Like it's all you now. Like it used to be, it was closed, and so the government had to pay for all these people. And I'm a conspiracy theorist. The government was paying, or at least saying they were paying for all these small businesses that had to close because of the coronavirus. But now it's open back again. If you're not getting customers, that's just because it's a bad business. And so that's how. O'Brien, O.B. Kemp, he's saving the state a bunch of money at the expense of the people. And that's just bad. O.B. Kemp, I don't want, I mean, I would like everything to be back to normal, be opened up, but you can't be doing that. There's a, there's a, there's a pandemic going on, man. Come on. Like, what, what's the matter with you? There's not a shark in here, lady. So that's what I was kind of getting into. You get the reference, wink. And if you don't, you don't. Not everybody gets the reference. uh, References aren't for everybody. Reference sections and novels. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. But I'm just trying to keep this continuous stream of thought rolling. We didn't even stop when the camera fell. We didn't stop when that was the only real bad thing that happened. This And and that camera didn't fall. I don't know why I said that. The camera stopped recording. But it's recording again, and I'm looking directly into the lens with my weird, lazy eyes. Both of them lazy now. Which one's one's the... Where am I looking? You don't know. If you're on, if you're listening on Spotify or any other platform that the podcast is on, I'm not really sure. Then you don't get to see that. You just get to you get to hear the soft, soothing sound of my sensual voice. I keep feeling like I have to burp, but then it's just kind of solids. It's not gas, and that's a little unfortunate for the old tone bone because. Burping feels pretty good. What feels really good is sneezing. And it's been very annoying recently because I've been getting a lot of little tease sneezes where it's like, oh, you're going to sneeze. It's going to feel so good. And then it goes away. And that is, I really don't like that. I know I'm talking a lot of negatives on this podcast. That's just because there's a lot of negatives in the world. And if you go around thinking the world's a good place, then 
Buster, I got I got some bad news for you. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a zesty news flash right here. The world's a dangerous place. The world's a place where you're supposed to die at the age of twenty five. Okay, I, you're not you're not supposed to live that long, and the the world knows it. We're the virus. The world is healing. Look, dolphins are back in Italy. Uh, foxes are probably around. Deer. We're the virus, man. We're the virus. Capitalism's the virus. What do we do? I don't know. It's just... Uh, this, is, this is just such a strange thing. Life is just so strange right now. Just with all this pandemic and everything. Who who'd have thunk we'd be in a pandemic right now? Honestly, the world ended in twenty twelve, and we 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 en- entered into a weird timeline where where everything's wacky and sad. When Harem Bay the gorilla died, that's when that's when things started going downhill, and things are never gonna go back uphill because if you if you pay attention to stocks, they only go down, they never go up. You can't make money in the stock market. You can't make money in the stock market. What are you doing? Get a get a real degree. Get a construction degree. Don't get a don't get a stock market to come on. No one has ever been successful in the stock market. What are you doing? You oh. Your mother and I are worried about you. You're about to graduate, and I know it's a virtual graduation, but you can't you can't go to college and get a stock market degree. What are you thinking? You can that can be your passion. You can make stock market decisions when you're when you're in college, when you, that can be your hobby. That, make that a good hobby. You need something to bring in the bills. And that's you get, get a construction degree and just come work for me. Come work for me at the factory, and it's not gonna be a, the boss's son type thing. It's just you're just gonna be another worker. I'm gonna I'm gonna treat you the same. You gotta you gotta earn your stripes around there. People are gonna think you're coming in like the young little hotshot. Oh, daddy's money. That's not how it's gonna be. You're gonna have to deal with a little hazing probably. And I don't know why you want to join a fraternity there in college. You you're, you'll get hazed down here at the factory. These guys they're tough. You. You don't you don't need to buy a gym membership. You'll be lifting things at the factory. Come on, we don't want to buy those expensive machines. Just come work for me at the factory. Your your mother's worried sick. She's she loves you. I love you. We love you, and she loves you. And we're just worried about your stock. Like stock, we we all love stocks. Everybody loves stocks, but not everybody. N- nobody, nobody. There's no money in stocks. I, it's just it's just always goes down and i please just give it a shot come work here over the summer if if you absolutely hate it you can keep doing your stocks on the side but you can go to college i'll meet you halfway but you got to you got to at least put a little effort you got to show that you're actually going to work for it that's if you work in the factory every summer that you're back from college you we will support you in your decision to get higher education. Do I got a deal, son? That's my boy. I'm proud of you. High school's hard. I know, I know it's just, I, I'm not always there. I'm, I work late a lot at the factory, but you'll, you'll see what that's all about. But I just want you to know, 
that me and your mom, you, me, I'm, I'm very proud of you. You've, you've really grown up to be a, a superb young man. You're, you're going to do big things and you need guidance. You're still, you're still a little hot shot, but I, I, I got high hopes for you. You're going to, you're going to make it. You're going to do great. I love you, son. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Zesty Podcast. As always, uh, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button down in the description, and we will see you on the next one.